Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Toya Hodges, the Breakthrough Queen. Today, I am doing this video from my room, my bedroom. I'm actually quarantined. I was exposed. I do not have any symptoms, thank goodness. But I have to keep it safe for my family because, you know, we have a lot going on and lots of businesses to run. So I want to make sure all my family and grandbabies are all safe. So I am locking myself into this room. However, it does not give me an opportunity to not show up here live today and talk to all of you wonderful souls. I'm so excited to be here. And today, I just want to talk about the importance of flow. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to start teaching about the various laws of the universe that we live by and that govern us. And I want everyone to kind of understand like what these various laws do for us and how it can impact our lives for the positive. And one of my favorite laws is the law of harmony. And that law basically teaches us the importance of just allowing things to flow. And the reason that is my topic for today is so often I have lived this life where I felt like I needed to control everything. So if you were like me, where you live this life of being in survival mode where you felt like you had to control everything. And a lot of that comes from, again, what do we talk about a lot? Our childhood. So a lot of my childhood, I was taught how we lived in survival mode. We were always lacking. We never had enough money, never had enough food, never had a place to live oftentimes. It was just always a lack. And of course, there was a lot of abuse and abandonment issues there. So with that, that made me, as I got older, I became this person where I felt like I had to control everything. I had to make sure I was making six, seven figures. I had to make sure I lived in certain houses. I had to have certain cars. I had to have enough food. I had to have five closets full of clothes. These were things that I felt like I could control and that I had to have. So in turn, that really did a lot in my life, meaning it would require me to work really, really hard, neglect a lot of my family because I was too busy. You know, it just, and then I was, I never knew how to rest. I didn't know the importance of resting because in my opinion, I felt that if I was resting, then I was being lazy. And that wasn't the case. And so now as I am on my healing journey and on the journey of helping others heal, I realized the importance of allowing life to flow and us not intervene. We are so accustomed to building a dam to stop the water from flowing because that's all we've ever seen. That's what we've seen from our parents. That's what our parents seen from their parents. And then of course it passes on generation after generation. And we just don't let life flow. And I know you're probably thinking, well, how do I do that? It's easy. You just let go. 
you let go of the things that you can no longer trust or let go of the things that you can no longer control. You don't need to be working 90 hours a week so you have a certain amount of money in the bank. You don't need to allow and violate your boundaries. So a lot of what I teach clients that work with me is let's establish your boundaries first. Let's determine what your non-negotiables are in life, in relationships, and let's put those laws out there and you don't allow those things to be violated. And a part of all of this is just knowing your truth and speaking your truth. That allows things to flow so much easier. And part of the flow process is not forcing a situation. So an example, if you're dating someone and they tell you they don't want a relationship, but in your mind, you think, oh, well, I'm different. They're going to be around me long enough and they're going to want a relationship. Then what ends up happening is you're forcing a situation to happen that isn't supposed to happen. That's where we build the dams. We're not allowing life to flow as it should be because why? We allow our emotions, our fears to step in. Those are what builds the dams is the, the emotions, the fears, the limiting beliefs, the anxiety, the stress. All of those things build the dams to stop the water from flowing. So as we begin working on these things, and as we begin removing those, then guess what? They're not holding us back anymore. It's, it's allowing the water to flow. And yes, when you first start your healing journey, guess what? You're going to start removing some of those things and the water is going to start to flow a little bit. But then the more you start to work on yourself in this inner journey and establishing your boundaries and getting your clarity and creativity and opening up all your chakras and you're just allowing life to flow and you're surrendering to life and not allowing life to control you, it is so much at ease. And I'll give you an example. So recently, me and my husband moved. We found a house and we had been looking, been looking. And as I was going into homes, I was asking creator, is this my home? And he would, and the creator would be like, no. So I didn't try to force it, even though some of the houses we went in, I absolutely loved. But the creator said that wasn't my house. So I didn't try to fight it. I didn't try to go and negotiate. I didn't try to do anything. And then when we did find the house that I was supposed to have, everything flowed so easily. It was seamless. And that's the importance is when something is meant for us and we don't stand in the way of the flow, it just flows so easy. And it's just like that with everything in my life. If there is something that I don't want to do, I'm now brave enough to say no. I am no longer people-pleasing. And oftentimes people-pleasing is also another thing that blocks our transference of the flow. 
And we have to stop allowing those things to happen. And so by no means am I sitting here saying, oh, well, tomorrow you just like start letting everything flow. It's going to take you time because first and foremost, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your intuition. How many times have you been up against something and everything in your gut was telling you, no, don't do this. No, don't do this. And then you do it anyway. And then when you do it, it turns out horrible. And then the first thing in your head says, I should have listened to myself. How many times has that happened in your life? I can't even begin to tell you how many times that's happened in my life. And how many times I was going against what I knew was right. Or how many times have you agreed to do something for someone that you really didn't want to do because you felt that you needed to do that because you're a people pleaser. And that's the thing. My rule now in my life is if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a no. There is no in between. There is no, uh, let me think about it. If it doesn't instantly sound like a, a fuck yes, then I'm not doing it. And since then, life has just been flowing. Life just flows. And what happens when you live in harmony? What comes with harmony is joy. What comes with joy is love. What comes with love is abundance and wealth and good health. Aren't we all inspiring that? Every client I work with, we have our first session is just getting to know each other and understanding what the goals are for that individual, what they're trying to achieve, what they see life the way that they want it. They tell me these things. My purpose in this world is to help you get to that point, is to help you map out how to get to that, to help you remove that dam so life can just flow with ease. Now, as I tell a lot of my clients, as we work on this, this doesn't mean things don't happen to my life. This doesn't mean that there aren't times where things don't go my way. But the difference is, is how I handle those things. The old me living in survival mode was running around being a fireman, putting out fires every day. And it was whichever fire was the hottest that got the attention that day. That was bad mismanagement. That was a huge curse. I love to say a huge generational curse that passed many, many generations in my family was mismanagement. That was mismanagement of time, money, opportunities, my disorganization, like everything was mismanaged. And it was like, the more money I got, the more mismanagement came with it. The more employees I got, the more mismanagement. The bigger my business got, the bigger the fires were getting. But in my mind, all I had to do was just had to keep building, keep building. But I was building bigger fires. Like I was building the hell out of a bonfire. 
So as I'm saying all of this, I'm going to wrap back around and say the importance of this is now when something is triggered, the immediate time something is triggered in me, I'm already on top of it. I already smelt the smoke coming. I already know like, oh no, we are not playing fireman today. What does that do? That allows you to make the best decisions because you're not allowing your past, your traumas, your fears, your limiting beliefs, what someone else told you you should do. None of that is involved. You're able to remove that situation to allow things to continue to flow. I suffered from insomnia many, many, many years. I would go to sleep at two, three o'clock in the morning and be back up at five and it's time to start the day over. I could lay down at 10 o'clock hoping I would go to sleep and I laid there and toss and turn, toss and turn, or I would doze off for 30 minutes, wake back up. Now I sleep. As soon as my head hits the pillow, I put in my meditation. Most times I wake up and my headset's wrapped around my neck because I'm asleep. I'm not slim out. And the reason is, is because I'm allowing life to flow. I'm not trying to hold on to all of this. I'm not laying in bed at three o'clock in the morning like, oh my God, you forgot to do this. Oh my God, you got to do this. Oh my God, you got to do this. For years, they kept diagnosing me with ADHD. I didn't have ADHD. I was living in damn survival mode. I was not allowing life to flow. I was not living in harmony with my life. I was living in survival mode where all I knew to do was survive. That's why they diagnosed me with that is because I could not stop thinking of all the things that I neglected to do the day before or during the day because I was too busy putting out big fires. Living in harmony stops that from happening. Living in harmony allows things just to flow. It allows peace. It allows transparency. It allows happiness. It allows you to just breathe and appreciate and show gratitude. It is truly harmony. And 99% of us have never experienced true harmony. We've never experienced true joy. We assume when we do certain things, it brings us joy. But that's different than actually having joy. Don't you want joy all the time? Don't you want a life of happiness every day? Don't you want to wake up in the morning and excited that you lived another day so you could go out here and embrace and enjoy and thrive the way that you want to? Like I said, every client I work with, they all say the same thing. I want freedom. I want happiness. I want to be able 
to do the things that I want to do without worrying, without being stressed, without, you know, not having the financial means to do things. So many people come to me with the same things. And what does it all stem back to? It all stems back to the dams that were built. Now, I will say this. Some of those dams were built before you were born. This is when we talk about generational curses. This is when we talk about, you know, we use our pain and trauma to try to prevent what happened to us, to our children. Example, I grew up extremely poor. I realized in my family, my mom didn't have a college education, neither did my father. The people in my family that had college educations, they all had money. They all lived a different life. So my perception was I had to get an education because if I didn't have an education, I was going to be poor like I grew up. And that was just not an option for me. So I forced my son to go to college. Did he want to go to college? No, he's an artist. He raps, he does photography, he does videography, anything art related, he's a genius. I invested thousands of dollars in him growing up, learning how to produce music, learning how to create albums, doing all this, but I never once wanted him to get out of college to pursue that because in my mind, that wasn't going to make enough money. You weren't going to be financially secure. You weren't going to be this. I beat that in him. Guess who built the first part of his dam? Me. So he was being forced to do things he didn't want to do because I refused to allow him to grow up the way I did. But I never stopped to listen to what he truly wanted. And now as I sit back in this life that I'm living, now that I don't have my preconceived notions of what life is supposed to be or what this is what people think, or I don't worry about those things now. Now I stand back and I'm like, our whole entire life is based on art. What did we, when we're depressed or when we're happy or when we're sad or when we're in a mood, what is something everybody does? Listen to music. Our whole house, all our houses are covered in what? Art. Art is one of the biggest things that we have in our life that we all appreciate. And I stomped on his dream for the longest time until finally he's like, screw this, mom. I'm doing what I want to do. Screw this nine to five job. I'm jumping out here and I'm walking into my purpose and passion. And I am so happy that he's doing that at 25 instead of waiting until he's my age to start to realize these things. So as I'm saying all of this, I'm also telling you, your family helped build that dam. So some of this stuff is ingrained in you because that's all you knew. One of my favorite stories is about the woman in the turkey. Every year she would cut the legs off. And Somebody asked one day, her husband asked, honey, why are you cutting the legs off? 
And she goes, well, that's the way my mom taught me. So she calls her mom. She goes, mom, why do we cut the legs off the turkey? She goes, well, that's what my mom taught me. So then they call her grandmother and like, grandma, why did you cut the legs off the turkey? And the grandma's like, because my oven was small and it wouldn't fit. So I had to cut the legs off. So for three generations, they were cutting off the legs of turkeys because it wouldn't fit. But the other two generations didn't know that. They just did it because that person did it. If you dig into your life and see how much stuff you do because that's what you learned and that's what your mama did and your mama's mama did and her mama's mama did, that was in 1900. We're in 2000. So what worked back then is not working right now. And that's the important thing for us to realize is that we are in control. And in order for us to go with the flow, we have to remove those stigmas, those beliefs, those fears. Why? Because we're in a new world. We're in a new age. Every day things are advancing. And if we're still holding on to beliefs back then to where no, you're supposed to get a nine to five job and you're supposed to work that every day. You're not supposed to own a business. Well, back then, that, they didn't have that as an option. Now, everybody can own a business. So when you start digging into what your beliefs are, and that's some of the stuff that we work on when you're working with me, is what is this belief? Does this belief truly make a difference in your life. And it can be things that we don't even understand that can trigger. I had a client that had severe OCD issues and severe control issues. She wanted to control everything. And if something didn't go the exact way she wanted, she felt so disrespected and she felt so attacked by a person if they didn't do it that way. As we started our session, I started digging and asking questions, come to find out that this all stemmed from when she was three years old, she got hit by a car. The reason she got hit by a car is because her babysitter forgot about her and drove off and then remembered that she left her. And the little girl come running across the street to get in the car and got hit by a car. She felt disrespected and devalued and unwanted at that particular time in her life. Her entire life, she spent trying to control situations and feeling worthy because she felt like she was neglected and forgotten, but she didn't connect the dots. So once we were able to remove that from her, life changed drastically for her. So. In saying all of this, I'm going back to say, life is supposed to be beautiful. Life is supposed to be full of joy and happiness. We're supposed to have inner peace. And so often people think, oh, that's just, that's for the woo-woo people. That really doesn't happen. Yes, it does. It does. I'm not a woo-woo person. Some people may think I'm a woo-woo person, but I promise you I will be a woo-woo person any day of the week other than living the way I used to live. 
because once you start focusing on you and removing those layers, you see life so differently. Certain things no longer bother you or concern you because they're not as important. So I'm very excited to launch this teaching starting tomorrow where we're going over the laws of the universe. And I will also start having guest speakers with me on certain days. And I'm excited about too, that too, because now you get to hear from other perspectives and you get to see what I do on a daily basis of how I am able to pull things out of individuals that can change their life. So I'm so excited and I'm so ecstatic to continue this journey with all of you. I wish you nothing but happiness, joy, harmony, and I'm sending you all unconditional love. Until tomorrow, the Breakthrough Queen is out of here. Deuces.